this is Mal. And this is Cam. And this is Their Eyes Were Watching TV. Welcome back to another episode. This week we are going to be talking about The Real Housewives of Potomac, part four of the season six reunion. I think this is six, right? Mm, Sounds right. (laughs) I think it's six. Um, Yeah, so we're going to be talking about that. And let's start with our usual news. Actually, before that, if you have not watched the part four of the reunion, please press pause after the news segment and get caught up. Yes. Okay, in news. Um, so a lot of things are premiering in the next two months. Uh, the biggest one, I think... I would think is Euphoria season two that is premiering on January 9th, 2022. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. A lot of uh, teenage debauchery, according to the, the previews. Are yes. you looking forward to seeing it? I am so excited. I really love Euphoria. It's one of my favorite shows. So I cannot wait to see these characters again. Yeah, I'm hoping it's as good as the first season. It's so hard when the first season is so good. Like, I feel like shows rarely live up to the their own hype, unfortunately. I, I think they can do it. I don't know why. I'm just feeling confident. I feel like there's so much more that they can do with these characters. And from the trailer, it looks like there's, like, several new people being introduced. Mm, okay. Which, honestly, is the only thing that's, like, making me kind of, like, yeah. So I'm like, I just kind of want to see the people I know. But um, yeah. I think the new people add some uh, some new spice to it, some some new dynamic. So Yeah. I just wonder, is it, I mean, I guess every teenage show is about teenagers, um, what do you call it, just kind of effing up their own lives. <laughs> Maybe not to this degree, typically, <laughs> but. Yeah, like it just. They just seemed so destructive, maybe. Yes. Like I don't, I don't want to watch like people spiral, and I, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just like, what is, what is it gonna be? I don't know, I don't know. I yeah, I understand what you're saying. I have definitely heard other people say like it's too hard for them to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I guess I also enjoy that there are some points of like comedy and like you know they they include some levity to kind of even even it out okay well stay tuned in 2022 for euphoria season two um also premiering soon actually on the 3rd of december is a new show on amazon prime called harlem starring megan good and boo boo kitty also known as grace byers (laughs) i'm sorry what Boo Boo Kitty! You don't remember Boo Boo Kitty? Wait, why does it, it sound familiar? Empire! That is what Cookie called, uh, what's her name? Anika? Oh! Oh, Terrence Byers, uh, his wife. I cannot yes. think of her name. Grace Byers. Grace, thank you. Grace, yes. Um, yeah, so it's billed as a comedy. So it's, you know, 30-something group of black women. You, yes, you sorry. I just I realized I think I like sent you this trailer on Instagram a while back and I completely forgot about it. You might have. Yes. I've been seeing things on I, Instagram about I it. I just I completely forgot the title, but yes, I'm really excited about this too. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Um I'm gonna support, you know, black cinema and T V. Um so yeah, that is premiering uh what is nope. that? This Friday, right? 
Is the third? It, oh, that's soon. The third of December, yeah. Today's oh, wow. what, the 28th? And you said that's Amazon? Yes, Amazon okay. Prime. Yeah, the trailer looked really good. Also premiering soon on 12-15, if you loved Selling Sunset, guess what? There's a black version. Selling oh. Tampa. <laughs> Not Tampa. <laughs> Selling Tampa (laughs) premieres December 15th on Netflix, and it is starring Ocho Cinco's fiance and 26th baby mama, uh, Sherelle Rosado. Ocho Cinco has 26 children? No, but he does have a lot. I knew he had maybe a dozen, but I was, I was gonna, saying, I think it's, it's I pushing, that, pushing that, but they, they have been together and they seem very, very happy. So I'm happy for them. And I'm interested to learn more about her on Selling Tampa. She was very pregnant in the promo. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan really of those kind of. Okay. I guess it makes sense for you because you're interior decorator i'm a designer thank you sorry oh my god disrespect my god (laughs) oh my god this is like when portia called kenya miss america i am so sorry (laughs) but disrespect interior designer that's right um but yeah so i feel like it makes more sense that you would well i didn't i didn't watch selling sunset a lot of oh, people okay. like in the design community do love it yeah. and they recommended it to me, but I just couldn't, I couldn't quite get into it myself, yeah. but I'm going to check out Selling Tampa. <laughs> and it's like an all female agency, all black women. So wow. I'm, I'm interested to see. Okay. I might, I might check that out. I just, yeah, I'm not like an HGTV kind of. Well, they're yeah, not flipping houses. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the whole, them. yeah, real estate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll give I'll give it a shot. We shall see. I'm sure there'll be some Ocho Cinco cameos in there. If you're into that. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um sad news that we have learned. Uh Queen Sugar's ending after its next season, I think seventh season that will premiere next year. Seventh and final season. I'm somewhat relieved though because for some reason last season I thought I had heard that the season that's currently on is the last season Hmm. so I've been nervous this whole season because I'm like does it seem like they're like wrapping things up but like is this it so I'm glad to know that I still have at least one more season um but yeah I'm that's maybe my favorite scripted show that's on tv right now so Mm. I'm uh I mean, that's definitely going to be a hard loss. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it's that and This Is Us. It's their last season, oh, too. I didn't, wow. So, all the girls are leaving. Man. All yeah. The, all the emotional girls. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I do. I think it's time. Because it's like, I mean, are we just going to watch Charlie ascend to, like, Madam President? Like, <laughs> like every season, she's, like, career hopping and just <laughs> moving on up. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> It's just like, this is a quick progression. It, yeah. So I, I wonder if um the final season, like kind of the big finale will be her 
getting into Congress, maybe. Hmm. Well, and she'll finally be able to protect her family. That would be a nice little doubtful. But. <laughs> <laughs> but good luck, girl. Yeah. Save the farm. Okay. Such a good show. And the last little bit of news that I have is another black actor is out of a job. Uh, Rockman Dunbar has left the series 911 that comes on, I think, Fox. Yeah. Um, it's in its fifth season. Very popular show mm-hmm. to some. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Anyway, I think it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, the, the medical dramas get a little redundant. Mm, um, that's fair. So yeah, he is leaving, and it is because of the vaccine requirement. <gasps> no. Yes, it is. Yes, he says he is not anti-vax. The like people that know him best, I guess, that are part of the casting crew, say they've never gotten those sentiments from him. But yeah. he applied for a religious and medical exemption. Um. I guess the parent company is Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they denied it. They said, uh, we won't accept that and you must get vaccinated. So he said, I'm out. Um, yeah. He, I don't know what his religion is, uh, but, you know, that's the vague language people like to use these days <laughs> to get out of things. Um so yeah, they have already, I guess, written his character out of the show. That episode has premiered already. But the way he left, they're leaving the door open so that his character could come back. So maybe he'll change his mind and get vaccinated and That's have his job back. Also very nice of the show to be like, you can come back. Well, they didn't say that. <laughs> like no one oh, explicitly okay. said that. <laughs> but people have inferred through his, I guess, close relationship with the showrunner. Okay. And that they didn't kill off his character. He's just, like, moving away. That oh, okay. It's leaving the okay. door open yeah. for him to come back. Okay. Um, it does make you wonder, though. All these people that are taking, like, these strong anti-vax stances or just choosing not to get the vaccine. I mean, this doesn't seem to be going away. <laughs> so, like, are you just going to wait it out and not get a job? Are you going to try and get on sets where they don't have vaccine requirements, thereby endangering yourself and your family? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. I feel like people don't have an end game for these things, but best of luck to you, Mr. Dunbar. I feel like, yeah, those kind of sets where there's no kind of requirement are going to be very, like, few and far between. Seems like it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. If any. Um... Well, that's I. I did not realize nine one one was in its fifth season. Me either. I watched the first season. Okay. I enjoyed it. Um, this is this is with Angela Bassett, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, so the first season, Angela Bassett was on there. She's a cop, and then Connie Britton was a nine one one center operator, mm-hmm. and she um, starts a relationship with like this younger firefighter. Connie. So, Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Like, love, because, you know, they love putting older men with, like, or I don't say older, but, you know, even older, yes. 10 to 15 <laughs> years older. Like, you know, you never see that with women and men, hardly. So, um, yeah, he was very cute, the firefighter. But, um, 
Yeah, and then she left after the first season. I just kind of fell off. I think it moved mm. a different night, and they did the Lone Star spinoff. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Nine one one anymore, but so Connie was the the draw for you, not Angela. <laughs> that's that's wow. That's what it sounded like. But I will say it was a very. It kind of felt like a gut punch because I was very invested in Nashville. Mm. And spoiler, if you haven't watched Nashville and are planning to watch it, fast forward like 10 seconds. But when they killed Raina off, Connie Britton's character, I was devastated. And so it was kind of like her being on a new show. And then it's like, really? Like, you're leaving after one season. It's like she just keeps like emotionally abusing me. <laughs> you make me get invested in the show and then you just leave. God, darn her for trying to better herself. <laughs> but um, I just have a couple of things. So uh, did you hear the final installment of Magic Mike is going to <laughs> no. start being filmed soon? So no, I didn't. It's called Magic Mike's Last Dance. It's directed by Steven Soderbergh, and it is going to be an HBO Max exclusive. Okay. Um. All right. Any any details? Like is. Nope. It just got announced. I think today. So no no details other than that. Okay. I'm sure Channing Tatum will be in it. (laughs) I I don't doubt that. Um, so Common and Tiffany Haddish have split up oh, after officially? a year together. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see that last time, honestly. Oh. It was a pretty unbelievable couple to begin with. I don't know. It, to me, it seemed kind of like a, a opposites attract balance. Like, she's kind of zany and he's more, I don't know, quiet and serious. So they could kind of, I don't know. I thought they would level each other out. I never saw it for them. I was happy for them. Yeah. Her specifically, you know. Oof. Um, I mean, <laughs> what did that mean? Common's a good looking man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, oof, because Tiffany's like, no. She's problematic. I don't know. I didn't know what that meant. No, that was more of More just because he's so fine. Yes. Okay, I got you. Very attractive. And I feel like he's dated a lot of women in the industry but they never like say anything bad about him so i don't know like huh. how that's these true. relationships tend to end and like fade out maybe that's true but i just think it's interesting no one maybe they have ndas i don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> but you know common needs to settle down with somebody goodness well i mean but you also don't want to settle you gotta He's in his 40s. Like, I mean, at some point, you gotta settle down. I was actually surprised when I was reading about their breakup. I didn't realize he's 49. 49? (laughs) Yeah. Sheesh. He looks great. But if you don't meet anybody, you can... uh... He's been... He's dated, like, every <laughs> yeah, like but, phenomenal black woman in the but it, film and entertainment and sports arena. Yeah, but it, it clearly it didn't work out. Like, he, I mean, Serena comes to mind. Clearly, he wasn't supposed to be her person. I guess he wasn't supposed to be Erica's person, Tiffany's person. So he, uh, I mean, I just, I feel like you can't, uh. You, you'll just know when it feels right. You can't just... What is it? I, I just need to know. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I do kind of wonder, like, because he's good looking. 
Like he seems, he's, uh, he seems politically nice. minded. He's an yeah. activist. Like I, I am a little. What is it? Confused about why it's not working. Who was it? Was he was dating um, Angela Rye mm-hmm. before Tiffany Haddish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder like how it's not. What is it? Yeah. Hey. Do tell. Yeah. Um, and for happier news, kind of on the opposite end, our girl Lilo. Lilo. <laughs> Lindsay <The> Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is engaged. To who? To a guy named Don't wanna butcher this, but I believe it's Bader or Batter Shamas. And he is an assistant vice president at Credit Suisse in Dubai. Okay. So, like... So wealthy? I would assume so. Mm-hmm. And Lizzie's been living in Dubai for the last several years, so... you know, I, dry country? That's good for her. Although I'm sure she can get access to whatever she needs. You, <laughs> like you keep saying that about Dubai, but I feel like there's, like, alcohol at hotels and yes other, but like, like you can't go to a grocery store and just pick up alcohol oh so can you keep alcohol in your house yes like, but i mean how the would police you get don't it? come <laughs> no, no, no 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 but i mean like if you can't get it at the store how would you get it i guess maybe you bring it in country maybe you import it uh i know if you're like military you can go to like the base they had alcohol there oh yeah and you yeah. can purchase it but yeah you can't they don't have liquor stores. Mm, okay. Um, well, I mean, she looks very happy. They've been dating for two years. Okay. Um, so I'm hoping this is, you know, she's kind of on the come up. Um, she's going to be in a Netflix Christmas movie with Cord Overstreet. So back to acting. Yeah, okay. yeah. So hopefully this is a. It's her. Oh, it's her second engagement, by the way. So. Oh. Um, yeah, the last one was in 26, or they called it off in 2016, and that was a Russian millionaire. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so she's pulling them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad to see her happy and hopefully healthy. Good for her. Yeah. Does she still have her, her spot in Mykonos, her, like, hotel? <laughs> that she opening I, up I a Dubai that. location? <laughs> This is how you party in Dubai, bitches. <laughs> I don't know, but anytime anybody brings up Mykonos, I just picture her with that silver outfit. <laughs> that one, two, <laughs> dance. Hair <dance>. flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is all that I have for news. Okay. Well, let's move into the meat and potatoes of the show mm-hmm. where we talk about Real Housewives of Potomac, part four reunion. Yes, so the big surprise, like they teased it in the first part of the reunion. Um, Andy was saying that, you know, Nicki Minaj is a big fan. There might be a chance she might show up, but unfortunately she wasn't able to make it. So she sent a video wishing them well. She loved them, whatever. So at the end of part three, Andy asked for some tequila and Nicki brings it out and the ladies lose their minds. And, uh, which may have been a bit premature because she, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they would have been quite as excited if they knew some of the questioning that was about to come. Mm-hmm. But, um, so 
all of part four was Nikki hosting, which was kind of cool to have somebody other than Andy in the chair. Was it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or was it? I just, I feel like she got away with some things that like Ooh. anybody else would not. Just simply, she said some like real borderline stuff that mm-hmm. I was like, if this had been Andy or anybody else, it would not have flown. Oh, there are absolutely some things she said where I was shocked that the ladies did not snap at her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're like if they were scared of her or if they just felt like they She's needed a to be- mega superstar. Yes. No one wanted to like have Nicki Minaj on their bad side and have her fans come at yeah. them. I mean, I more than her, I would not want the barbs like on me. But uh mm-hmm. I think Andy knew what he was doing. Mm. He didn't want people to come at him, so he got Nikki to carry his water for him. Huh. He should have had Nikki um, asking Erica Jane questions. <laughs> that, that I would have liked to see. Could you imagine? She I think I think cool. Erica Jane would have snapped back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she would. Um, I was going to say, oh, could she do uh, Salt Lake City too? <laughs> Charge her. Mary, I want to know more about uh, Mary and Jim Shaw. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't. I feel like Salt Lake. They're not, um, they're not the snapback ladies. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not. Oh, I don't care about like clapbacks. I clapback. Thank you. Not think of that. I just want her to ask the messy questions. That Andy. Oh, knows. okay, okay, okay. Well then, yeah. I would. I mean, I would be here for that. Um, really, for any of the franchises. But Nikki came out, and for whatever reason, the first person she wanted to talk to is Ashley. <laughs> which was like of everybody this season. I feel. I feel like Ashley's kind of only, the only really messy thing I can think of is like when she asked Wendy about the cheating Eddie's cheating rumors when they were at Eastern Shore. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I was like, "Why? Why are you coming so hard at Ashley's neck?" Um, but I, I also feel like Nikki was trying to stir the pot because Wendy wasn't even mad at Ashley. She yeah. was like, "You know, I don't feel like Ashley was malicious." And Nikki said, "Well, if Giselle put the knife in your back, Ashley put the knife in your face." And Wendy was like, "You think so?" <laughs> so I'm like, "Great! <laughs> now this is gonna be like something else." I I agree. I felt like I felt like uh, one. I felt like Nikki doesn't understand how Bravo contracts work. Like she kept asking <laughs> Ashley, like, "Why did you show up? Like right. you just had a baby." I'm like, I'm pretty sure she was mandated <laughs> to go. Okay, I'm pretty sure that was in the contract that she must show up. <laughs> so I was kind of like, I, I I do feel like she's making this like non-issue an issue. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what she was paid to do. <laughs> like, hauled your breast milk all the way down there. Like, yeah, girl, she had to show up. It's her job. <laughs> but surprisingly, who came to Ashley's defense? Was it Candace? Yes. Oh. She was like, well, to be fair, Ashley had just had a baby. And I was like, what? Like, are you, like, maybe Nikki is going to make them unite somehow? Because they're like... Well, didn't in the previous part two or three um andy like brought up how the two of them were like hanging out in like new york together 
Um, and they showed like a picture of them like out. And he was like, well, how, how come y'all are cool here? <laughs> You're hanging out. They're like, on camera, you can't get along. So I'm like, is this, now I'm kind of like questioning this drama a little bit. I mean, I, I think it's pretty real, <laughs> given the, the history. <laughs> but I also feel like maybe it's a little stale. And mm. maybe Candace is going to get over it eventually. And maybe they can be friends. I mean, Ashley seems open to like letting the past be the past and moving on. Yeah. But... Yeah, Ashley just kind of reminds me of, like, a little, like, puppy. Like, I feel like she'll, like, she, yeah, she's ready to bury it, like, now. Yeah. She's like, oh, you want to be my friend? Like, that's cool. Right. So, I do have to ask you a very serious question about this. Okay. All right. Does Michael really want to suck Juan's dick? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, that's been well established and documented. Ashley says no. She says it was just a joke. <laughs> I mean, I do think it is a joke, but you know, they were in the back alley and there's a glory hole. I, I don't know that Michael would turn it down, is all I'm saying. <laughs> if they were in the back alley, I don't think they would need the glory hole. They would just be hidden in an alley. <laughs> talk about that whole like segment surrounding Michael because I Nikki was all over the place because first she like you know kind of accused Robin and Giselle of like having a lesbianic relationship <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm like okay this is this is cool now like we literally had like blow-ups about people being lesbians and sleeping together on Atlanta and Beverly Hills yeah. and now it's a yeah. running joke <laughs> Right. <laughs> I was like, this is wild. Um, but then it was kind of like, like that was cute. That was funny. But then when it got to Juan and Michael, it's like, oh, no. Like, you're okay with a, a man telling you that he wants to suck your husband's dick? Like, it felt very homophobic to me. You mean like the way Nikki was saying that? Yes, the way yeah. she was like talking about it. Like, yeah. no, it's disrespectful. Nobody should like say they want to sleep with your man. You were literally just talking about these two women on the cast sleeping <sighs> together. Well, I think one difference too is like nobody believes that Robin and Giselle were actually like <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> but with Michael and Juan, at least with Michael's feelings towards Juan, like everyone's kind of like, mm, we could see it. So... <laughs> Um, I, I kind of felt the same way at first, but then Nikki was saying something like somebody was in her ear, I feel like, because then she tried to spin it and make it like a positive for Juan. Like, oh, he's so progressive that he's not like, he's maintaining a friendship oh, with this person. I said didn't think about that. Maybe somebody was like, reel it in. Yes, <laughs> I, I 100% because she was going down a path where I was like, girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is it okay mm. for two women but not okay for two men? Mm. Okay. I didn't, yeah. I did not even think about her having somebody in her ear, but yeah, you're probably right. I, I think somebody told her, um, let's, let's change the tone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I felt very inappropriate her asking Giselle if she thought her beauty was fading. Oh my God. I wrote that too. I was like, Nikki's questions are rude. That was rude as fuck. <laughs> like, you are 
we all know about your plastic history or plastic surgery history, but it's like you're perpetuating these impossible beauty standards for these yeah. people. Like that, I yeah, I feel like anyone else that would have been like no go. You're like body shaming me or age ageism. <laughs> I think Giselle was like, "Are you beauty shaming me right now?" <laughs> but it, but I, I do like when Nikki started out though. She was like. You know, you're a strikingly beautiful woman, and Giselle's like, yes, yes. <laughs> not not thank People you, still but like the street. <laughs> it was like that clip when uh, Oprah is interviewing Beyonce, and she's like, "You are Beyonce," and Beyonce's like, "Thank you." <laughs> Do you agree? Karen looks younger this season than she did first season. Yes, but <laughs> but when they showed that uh, clip or that picture of her from season one, mm-hmm. I don't even feel like it's about her getting under eye fillers or anything like that. I did not recall that Karen used to have eyebrows like that on season <laughs> one. Heavy, dark. Ooh, but they were like dark. They were very clearly like drawn on. Like they did not look real at all. <laughs> and they came like down all the way to like the corners of her eyes like they I don't know why the outside came down so low um so I think that's more just like better much better brows and then yes (laughs) better better style but I think even by like season three like Karen looked wildly different than she did season one she was probably doing her own makeup season one that's true that's true yeah she got a professional (laughs) Cause yeah, really. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't for those brows, those brows were very jarring <laughs> for me. Like, I just hate like seeing badly drawn eyebrows. Like, mm. so I'm I'm very glad she let that go. Right. You were in control of this. You could have right. made this look better. Yeah, like this isn't how your eyebrows naturally grow. <laughs> so I will say, Nikki's nickname to everybody were tripping me out. Ray Ray and Candy Girl. <laughs> Those did have me cracking up. Andy Conda. <laughs> Andy Conda. She said she was, uh, what'd she say? Andiana Minaj. Mm-hmm. But uh, when she was talking to Karen about Ray Ray, she was asking about their sex life. She was like, some things are better. <laughs> How is that Asking all these married people about their sex lives? Like, Come Karen on. seemed excited to talk about it. She was like, yes, girl. Things are great. It was inappropriate. <laughs> I feel like if that would have been somebody else, she would have been this offended by it. I don't feel like anyone else would have asked those questions. Like, who cares about I don't I don't want to know about their sex lives. Actually, it's kind of really wrapped up about this. <laughs> because it's like I don't watch these women to find out about their sex lives. Ew. <laughs> They're like grandmas, some of them. Uh, no. Karen's not a grandma? Oh. Oh, well, I guess they could be of like small children. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, that and her questions about like <laughs> the women who married older men, like if you were rich when you met them, would you still have picked them? Like that, that is a messy ass question that I can't believe they actually answered. And 
Ashley's answer was just like, oh, girl. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly what Nikki wanted. This is what <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw, um, I think maybe it was Crystal, and she was like, they should ask Nikki the same question. That's what I said, like, <laughs> ask her about her rapist husband. Like, I would love to see the tables turn, because yeah. those questions were, they were outrageous, honestly. And then also all the questions about, like, plastic surgery and asking Wendy about getting her butt done. I'm like, Nikki, really? <laughs> <laughs> right. And that that's why I feel like this was her celebrity privilege, because if this had been anyone else... And knowing what they know about Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. they definitely would have had jokes back for her. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So she, Candy, you know Candy was thinking some wild shit in her head that she was holding in. Because, mm. I mean, Candy said some fucked up shit, but I will give her credit. Like, she can just... Her mind is brilliant when it comes to, like, disses and comebacks. Like, she can just rattle them off. Like, I... If she wasn't intimidated or didn't want to offend Nikki or whatever, I know she would have had some. She would have had some good comebacks. It also shows that Candace has restraint. So <gasps> when oh, she, what a great point. When she pops off in the show, she has no excuse moving forward. What a great point. Because <laughs> she held herself back. I'm sure. Huh. And it's funny because at the end when Chris, um, Candace's husband came up and he was like, I don't like how she was questioning you. And she was like, what? No, mm-hmm. like we were just, we were just laughing. It was fine. Cause I, I, I agree with Chris. Like <laughs> she was disrespectful, but somehow this, she had no problem with. <laughs> that is such a good point about restraint. Mm-hmm. But, uh, with that hundred million dollar question, uh, Mia was like, how do you know I did not <laughs> She was like, girl, we know. Right. We know. You told her she make like, what, 400000 a year or whatever she said? Oh, she Do you does. remember that? Vaguely. She was, was always talking about how much money she made. Yeah, I'm like, why would you? I was like, also, like, that's not... I mean, obviously, that's it. that's a lot. No, 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 no. I'll take it. <laughs> like, Let's be clear for me that that's a lot of money. But in the, I feel like in the housewives world. But the Potomac housewives aren't that wealthy. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like there's, I wouldn't have said it because I would have wanted to maybe keep up the facade. Cause I feel like that's the whole thing with these housewives, keeping up that facade of like, oh, I'm wealthy and I can do this and that, whatever. True. And not to keep going back to Beverly Hills, but... Um, Erica Jane was saying something like, uh, you know, like if I, cause people were basically like, you know, she was being mean or she was snapping at us. And Erica was like, you know, if this had been Potomac or Atlanta or New Jersey, like nobody would have had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seek ourselves be like, why'd you say those franchises? Mm-hmm. Which I was wondering too, like you named the two black franchises plus like the I guess next most ethnic franchise maybe New Jersey <laughs> and then she was like but Be- just the brokest yes but she was like <laughs> Beverly Hills like you women are too precious here but yeah I thought about it after and I was like it might not have been as much race but I feel like those probably are the three franchises that have like the least money in comparison yeah me is definitely like new money. Like yeah. people that have yeah. had money don't talk about it. <laughs> people that yeah. are new to money, 
that's all they can talk about. But I've never seen anybody on any of those franchises or any of the other ones talk about, that I can remember, talk about how much money they make annually. I'm going to say maybe, no, Mimi just always says she's rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. Trump checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I wish she wouldn't have said that because I feel like that makes you look broker i mean it, it's it's pathetic either way honestly <laughs> you know right. like her constantly talking about her businesses and you know it's all projected trying to make herself sound more important than she is mm-hmm. yeah but, you know i get it girl i just i don't know i'm very conflicted on mia Oh, I would be fine if she didn't come back. <laughs> I just don't... It's like a... I feel like it's another, like, Ashley and Michael type situation kind mm-hmm. of deal. Like, we already have one of those. <laughs> right, we don't, we don't need another one. We don't. But I just... I feel like she's... Like, she gets on my nerves, but also I know she's, you know, been through a lot in her life, and I did think it was brave of her to, you know, share her story on the show, and... Um, you know, talk about her mom stuff, and I was very gl- glad to hear that her mom is doing better, and I hope mm-hmm. she continues down that path. But yeah, I just you know maybe it's some stuff she needs to work out in therapy. Um, there's something I feel like she just still kind of has like a chip on her shoulder. Oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm Team Ascala. I'd like for her to. Oh, I love her. In. Yeah, she's fun. I'd prefer her to Mia. Yeah. I, I agree. But she might be a little too sensible, though. <laughs> you know, well, she... I feel like Candy's pretty sensible, right? On Atlanta? Who? Oh. <laughs> Not Candy Girl. <laughs> Not Candy Girl. No, Candy Burris. Oh, uh, yes, she is. So maybe a scholar could kind of be like the candy. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Fun fact. Mia said she's from Durham, right? She did? Mm-hmm. Either she's from Durham or grew up part-time in Durham. Oh. But I think she's from there. But when she was talking about, you know, she works as this gentleman club, gentleman's club, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then she said it was in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, I grew up like 10 minutes from wow. that gentleman's club. Did you go get a steak from there? Well, no, because I was like eight. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, no, I've never been in there, but we would drive by it, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, in a pretty, well, I feel like now there's, like, less stuff in it, but it was, like, a pretty major, like, little strip shopping, strip, no pun intended, <laughs> but, like, a little shopping center thing um, that was a busy thoroughfare, but um, it's called the Men's Club. I did not realize it was supposedly that fancy where the women were wearing <laughs> evening gowns. Honestly, I didn't know anything about it. Um, I feel like most people, they would talk about going to like some of the other ones downtown. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they've gone there. Um, Sounds like it's mainly white women. <laughs> that's what oh, that's likes. what she likes. <laughs> where are the white women at? <laughs> So, yeah, maybe that's why I don't know anybody who's gone there. Um, but, uh, yeah, it may also be, I feel like hearing my mom say something when I was a kid, because I remember, like, when it opened, and I think my mom was, you know, unhappy about that. 
Um, cause it used to, I forgot what it used to be. Um, but, uh, she was like, I think she said something like it's members only mm. or something like that. So maybe it really is a fancy place. Um, but yeah, that just really tripped me out that like Mia was like That's... right down the street from me. That was a small world. It is a bit, yeah. And now still down the street from me. Cause oh, she's... it's still open. Oh, well, no, I mean, cause she's later. in the DC area. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think so. Okay. So, so what's your definition of a strip club? I feel so. I'm. I feel like she's giving us a very vague description, and I don't feel like it's 100 percent accurate either. I feel like she's um, looking down on black strip club establishments. When she talked about if they have chicken, chicken wings, wings. <laughs> yes, and they busting it wide open. Mm. Oh my god. They was probably making more money than you. <laughs> Here's the other thing, too, though. In North Carolina, you can't, I guess, quote-unquote, bust it wide open. Because you, you can only go topless. You can't be bottomless in North Carolina. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Unless they've changed it, but I remember that was, like, a law. Now I'm, like, going through my Rolodex of strip clubs I've been. And you know, <laughs> Not a Rolodex. They, they did have pants or undergarments <laughs> yeah. on their lower half. Yeah. Huh. So I guess at most, yeah, maybe Mia would pull her evening gown down to her waist and that would be about it. <laughs> wow. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so moving on to Wendy. When, and I also wanted to know, Nikki said that every question she asked was hers, except for the question about Robin and Giselle dating and Eddie following the big booty Instagram models. (laughs) (laughs) So when she asked Wendy about him following uh, the IG models, I felt like Wendy was acting, she was trying to act like she didn't care too hard. She was like, I don't don't care. Like he he can do whatever he wants. I don't know who he's following. Okay, relax. Like, Girl, you care. (laughs) You care and we know. She, like, laughed for a long time. Like, when she first asked the question, I was like, this is how you know this bitch cares. Right, (laughs) right. trying to compose herself. Right, real (laughs) pressed about it. And Nikki was like, well, you kind of seem like you might be a a bit controlling and you might be the kind of person who would care about this. (laughs) 100% agree. Yeah, I'm like, I think Wendy's insecure. Yeah. Um, yeah because at first i was like maybe this is like her maybe more uh, african culture coming out you know just kind of like strong mm-hmm. assertive women and i was like no she's insecure all this like body image stuff her new body that she got and being on the defense the entire season anytime anybody brought it yes. up I, I think she's insecure i feel like wendy is really struggling because i don't think she's I don't think she, one, she's been in an environment like this, and I don't think she's, like, a shady, read-you-for-filth kind of woman. You don't think so? No. Wendy can't, does she read people? I feel like she says some pretty harsh things. She might say some harsh things, but she's not, like, a, nobody's a Candy, or Candace. But she's, I don't feel like she's, like, a Giselle, or even a Karen. Hmm. 
I just, I feel like she's, she's now, because I feel like last season, she was able to kind of jump on that bandwagon uh, when everybody ganged up on Monique. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really kind of turned me off from Wendy because I'm like, what, like, why is no, well, I mean, really all of them except for Ashley and Karen, because I'm like, nobody's going to hold Candace accountable for running her mouth. It's not like Monique walked in and just dragged her. Right. Like, Candace kept poking at Monique. But it's like, now, like, you were all like, no, like, this is terrible. Like, you're giving black women a bad image, blah, blah, blah. And now it's getting turned on you, and everybody's, like, kind of ganging up on you and questioning about your marriage and whatever. Like, you don't like how it feels. Mm -hmm. And so I think now, like, she kind of doesn't know what to do. And I think she's just she's getting her little feelings hurt <laughs> and she's so now she's like on the defensive and so it's hard for me because it's like I'll start feeling kind of like bad for her but then I think back to how like she treated Monique just like with no like not even like well let me talk to her let me get her side like nothing no kind of empathy and so it kind of makes me not feel bad for her like I almost kind of feel like it's karma in a way mm. I've never been, like, a Wendy fan. I feel like she was always overcompensating. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Whether okay. it's, you know, her many degrees or that she's on CNN or whatever, <laughs> new body, whatever. I just, I feel like, like, new people, when you come on the show, I feel like your your job is to be, like, likable and fun. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Wendy has never been fun. Like, she's been uptight. Or, like, on the defense for the... I mean, I, I I don't think I watched all of last season, but I just... I don't find her very likable. Yeah. And, Because uh, uh, I feel like she... It's almost like Mia is constantly talking about money, and I feel like uh, Wendy is constantly talking about, like, her accolades, and, you know, she's on she... CNN, and... <laughs> She's a professor. She got four degrees. You know, whatever. Well, I feel like she's done less of that this season. Right. Because now it's like, oh, now I'm this sexy mom. And and I'm (laughs) embracing my femininity. And I'm making candles. And it's like, who who are you? This is not the vibe. I feel like she's trying to rebrand into Zenwin. And I just don't think it's sticking. (laughs) No, Zenwin was a terrible... Nobody was going to... Make Zen win happen. <laughs> no. When was when Zen? <laughs> it's funny because uh, I think on the first episode of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw tried to call herself Zen Jen, and I was like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. One of y'all is enough. We're not doing this again. Um, but yeah, I wonder though, because I feel like, like you said, I feel like Wendy was trying to rebrand. You know, she was like happy and Ness and, you know, I'm out, I'm ready to party, I'm ready to twerk. If they would not have started nagging her about the Eddie cheating rumors, I wonder... They didn't nag her, though. She Someone literally asked a question, and then when she confronted Giselle and them about it, they brought it to her, and then she, she blew up. I don't understand the dynamics of, like, people being on this show, but that, that yeah. seemed extremely overblown. Like, she was very triggered, which is, I feel like, why people were, like, oh, making the connection between, mm, okay. like, her surgery and maybe things aren't that great at home. Yeah. And 
But then I feel like maybe after they saw how triggered she was, they did keep bringing it up. Like they brought it back up at the reasonably shady event, which I felt like was very shady. (laughs) (laughs) Unreasonably. (laughs) Unreasonably, yes. (laughs) I mean, they already told the girl she can't use the bathroom inside. So (laughs) that was just like insult to injury. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, or maybe if these rumors didn't exist. Well, if they didn't exist, maybe we wouldn't have had Zen win. Who knows? Who knows what would have happened? Yeah, it's kind of like, would she have even had a storyline if this hadn't happened? Because I feel like her entire story was her being pissed off <laughs> this season. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the worst, like, kind of or damning piece of footage, and I wish the cameraman wouldn't have caught this because it looked so bad, but when... um they're at Karen's like love party or whatever and it's like right down the other housewife like mm-hmm. you think her husband would be attracted to mm-hmm. and she was like erase it <laughs> you better not put nobody there mm-hmm. like, that looked I feel like if I hadn't seen that like I don't know I wouldn't have that would have changed the way I thought about her and her I don't know insecurity with her marriage her what whatever right it's kind of like, I don't know, I just, I think most people appreciate authenticity, and I just don't feel like Wendy is authentic. Mm. I feel like she is I can see that. putting on, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know that we've seen the real Wendy yet. I really don't. Yeah. At this point, I don't really care to. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, her and Mia could go. Yes. <laughs> I, I also felt that way last season about Wendy. Like, I, I didn't see... I don't feel like she added a whole lot. Yeah. I the, only, the only entertaining part about Wendy was... Uh, what was that bird's name? <laughs> um, T'Challa. But he flew on her shoulder. No, that was funny. Okay. That was her best one. <laughs> and I, was, I feel like everything that was entertaining... It wasn't really her, because, like, that was Monique's bird. And the other entertaining thing was when Karen was like, Wendy came slinking down the stairs, and Karen started imitating her walk. (laughs) And then all the ladies did it in a line behind her. That shit was hilarious. But again, it wasn't really Wendy. It was the other ladies, so. I was laughing at Wendy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. So last but not least, uh, Nikki really, really went in on Candy Girl, didn't she? <laughs> Somebody needed to. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I feel like she. I feel like she really put her on the spot. I mean, and not oh, to yes. say it and she was not prepared. <laughs> no, and not to say it wasn't deserved because I mean we know how Candace rolls, um, but asking. Her about her album sale numbers was so shady. You, you know she wasn't like in the top 20 of the Billboard Hot 100 or you know whatever. According to her. <laughs> I mean she claimed she was on the what number 24 on the R&B charts mm-hmm. uh, Billboard. Mm-hmm. But apparently from your research it looks not well, like mine was iTunes. She said she was the number iTunes. four okay. on iTunes, and my Google said the highest she has ever peaked on iTunes has been sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I just... She also debuted at 62. <laughs> I think she's in, like, the 80s or 90s now. Oh, wow. Okay, well, it's still... It's staying in the top 100. I'm gonna give her that. That was in September, that, that last number. She was in the 80s oh, in okay. September. Okay, well... Yeah, her numbers will probably go up after this reunion. <laughs> I will... Oh, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I will say... At first, I was thinking it was shady for Nikki to ask her to sing a cappella, <laughs> but not really because Candy is constantly singing. She walks oh, she into is? the yeah, like she'll anytime she walks into a room, she's like hello, like she always like sings hmm. constant. So I'm like, why now all of a sudden are you choking? <laughs> and I felt like her taking so long to do it, it looked really bad. Yes, it was getting awkward. It was like. You know, when you're, you're like, grandma or your, you know, great aunt <laughs> tries to force you to dance or sing in front of the family. It was like one of those moments, like, she doesn't want to do it. <laughs> That's like, I, I literally have that written down, Cam. Like, when your aunt or whoever is like, come on here and sing that little song you oh, be singing. Do a dance. <laughs> right. Do a little dance y'all be doing. And, like, Candace, Candace just looked like a scared little kid, like, just getting shy. Yes. And I was really confused because, like, like I said, she sings all the time. And, two, she actually can sing. So, I'm like, why are you so, like, what's different now? I, I think what, what I thought Nikki was alluding to is that, like, your musical journey is very different than the average person's. You know, mm-hmm. you're kind of self-financing this. You didn't have to shop yourself around to a bunch of record labels. And, you know, your your platform propelled you. Right. Because I feel like uh, somebody who has, like, grinded for this would have had the song ready to go. Like, she had, like, Giselle and them telling her, well, do your single. Do your latest single. Right. <laughs> she told me I was singing a gospel song. What? <laughs> what? Where did that come from? <laughs> Does she have a gospel cut on the album? I mean, like, I've what? Never seen you, I've never heard you sing gospel in your life. <laughs> That's where I was like, okay. Her her man, her husbander needs to hip her a little bit. She needs to be ready. Like, you gotta be ready. But it was like, when she did it, it was fine. So I'm like, why Why did you make it so weird? Like, that turned into something it never needed to be because you actually are talented. Like, just sing mm-hmm. your little song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then she, it was so lackluster, though. Like, she had, she didn't, like, perform it. She didn't, like, get into it. To me, it was lackluster. <laughs> it did not make me want to get the album. She asked for everybody to snap. <laughs> Which was sad. Like, not even a clap, a snap. <laughs> and I was like, is this the beat? <laughs> it was sad. That's true. She I was embarrassed for it. She didn't give nobody a tempo. So they were like, oh, I guess this is it. <laughs> I will say, though, um, I, I do think Dry Back is catchy. Um, and. <laughs> One of my friends was listening. Maybe we want to drive back. Look, you did drive that. Back. You did that. <laughs> you did that fast with Candace. <laughs> Get you a record card. I would love to. <laughs> Is Bad Boy still signing artists? 
Um, but yeah, my friend was listening to Deep Space a few days ago and said so far, like, she really liked it. She thought it was okay. good. Uh, also, on uh, Chris's TikTok, mm-hmm. like, he'll, like, usually his TikTok, so, like, show you how to cook different dishes or, like, how to properly, like, clean a cast iron uh, skillet. Mm-hmm. But, like, he'll play songs from Deep Space in the background. Mm-hmm. And they actually were sounding pretty good, like, all the ones I heard. So, okay. you know, maybe with the right promotion, she could do a little something. Was there a lot of auto-tune on there? I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a vocalist. I wasn't really checking for that. <laughs> it's probably like, oh, it's a nice beat. Her voice sounds nice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, at the very end, this is the last thing I have, um, Giselle says to Nikki, uh, there's some stuff, like, some more stuff I gotta talk to you about or something, like, I'll DM you. Mm-hmm. I was like, you, you really think Nikki is gonna be <laughs> answering Giselle's DMs? I mean, Nikki did say, yeah, girl. Like, she, she co-signed it, like, yeah, DM me. But I feel like that might be a thing. <laughs> like, she'll say it and then never <laughs> look at her DMs, but maybe. She I mean, she's pretty interactive she, with her fans. I mean, she was practically true. fangirling herself the whole time, so I feel like she would. That's true, and I mean, she knows a lot about the show. Like, she is a super fan, so maybe she really will. I was pretty surprised by that. Like, yeah, this is your show, okay? It trips me out to see like these, like you know, very big celebrities. I know, like they're just people too, but like that, like they're just sitting at home watching the same reality shit we're watching too. Like we were all in this pandemic <laughs> together. <laughs> true. True. But I mean, probably even before that, you know, Potentially, yeah, I guess I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of new. I'm in and out of the franchise. Mm-hmm. I find it to be one of the least interesting to me. <gasps> really? So I was kind of shocked. Like this is your favorite, not Atlanta. I'm surprised because I feel like Atlanta would have been I just feel like Atlanta's usually always well I mean I feel like Potomac's entertaining but there's just something about Atlanta and so I'm kind of surprised yeah that's not Nikki's favorite too maybe she didn't want to go toe to toe with those girls (laughs) (laughs) let her match (laughs) right but yeah, I don't know. I feel like Potomac's weird because I feel like they feel different to me than the other franchises because it feels like they're, it's like, oh, y'all are like up the street. So it kind of <laughs> feels like, it feels like, um, and none of them live in Potomac. <laughs> yeah, most of them do not. <laughs> but it, I don't know. It feels like a, a local version of like mm. Real Housewives. So yeah. to see that like they're as big as they are, sometimes it. I don't know. I, I think my mind doesn't quite grasp that because it just feels like they're like local celebrities or something. Yeah. And I also don't, I don't understand why. Because remember, there was a Real Housewives of DC. And yeah, they rebranded that. Yeah. And then they rebranded to Potomac. But yeah. I, I do remember seeing people from the DC one like out in public and just oh, being wow. like, oh, there, there they go. Hmm. <laughs> there, there they go. <laughs> you know, like it, it was just kind of like you know, just a regular person kind of deal, <laughs> just like no celebrity involved. And I, mean, I probably would have been that way any other housewife, but I don't know. It just they seem very regular, <laughs> like not celebrities <laughs> at all. 
I, I watched maybe a couple episodes of that. I remember there was that one black woman on it. And mm-hmm. then I remember there was that woman who, like, crashed the, like, mm-hmm. press. Was it the White press? House Correspondence Center. Correspondence Center, thank you. Um, and then I remember that guy, Paul. Paul Wharton? Yes, and that that's why I saw. I used to see Paul all the time, like, randomly. <laughs> so Beautiful like, hair. Yes, gorgeous <laughs> hair. So I saw him. I was with you and, like, right? a bunch of other girls Probably. at Darnell's. Oh, I saw him walking on the street a couple of times at a brunch who knows where but yeah he was he was very because we i was waiting at the bar uh me and one of my friends and he was like oh sorry like can i just scoot up he wanted to talk to i guess the bartender or something and then he was like what do y'all want like i'll get your drinks and he bought drinks for us oh dang he was so nice yeah yeah i guess that is uh that's all i got yeah so you you said this is the final like there's no part five of this i'm pretty sure it's only supposed to be four parts it just it didn't seem like it had an ending like i know andy came out and like gave people shots but i (laughs) I just left that episode thinking there was gonna be another part (laughs) no i i think that's it and nikki said something like she actually interviewed or was talking with them for like over an hour or like maybe for an hour and a half but with commercials and everything only about 30 or so minutes of that actually aired that makes sense yeah, yeah. so maybe that's why it felt kind of weirdly cut off too hmm all right well Avita Zane I guess till next next season <laughs> okay Heidi Klum <laughs> <laughs> So, what do you have your eyes on this week? Uh, this week, I am going to be diving into RuPaul's Drag Race Italia. They have now oh. moved on to the country of Italy. <laughs> and that first season, I think, premiered maybe a week or two ago. I think there's like two or three episodes. So, I used to do my little Duolingo Italian, mm-hmm. and I think I'm gonna. I stopped doing that maybe a couple years ago. I think we do that again so that while I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race Italy, I can learn Italian at the same time or refresh myself on some Italian. That's a great idea. Is that did you take Italian at UNC? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, nice. Is that on World of Wonder? It is. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of all I have on my list this week to check out. Oh, I guess Harlem. That's that's premiering yeah. this week. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. What about you? So, yeah, same Harlem. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> um, I am actually very excited to watch that show. Um, so there's a couple shows that I actually finished that I just wanted to mention. Okay. I really enjoyed them. So, um... First, and I forgot to mention this uh, the last time we recorded, mm-hmm. but you recommended Love Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And Did so, you watch it? Yeah. And the first or second season? All of it. Oh. Because <laughs> I know you were talking about the second season. I was kind of like, well, should I just watch season two? But, you know, like, I'm a history person. I need to see how we got here. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think they would... Um, or I wasn't sure, you know, if the stories would be connected at all, but they are, mm-hmm. like, you know, a little connected. So I'm glad that I started with season one. I just, I feel like the show is so beautifully done. Yes, <laughs> like, it's good. Oh my God. Like, I really, 
Like, so I, re- I, lo- I loved both seasons. But for me, season one, it was very... I was very emotional over season mm. one. Um, like, that Danny Two Phones episode, I bawled. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because I, I just... I, I felt so bad for Danny. And I feel like I felt like that. Where it's like, mm. this feels like... I have this great connection with someone like this is going to be something and then it turns into nothing like that that shattered feeling just really kind of like seeing that on screen kind of like fucked me up so Mm. um yeah that was like the first episode where I like bawled and then there were like a few other points I think where I cried too but yeah that season just I think really resonated with me personally mm-hmm. and then the second season I just I really enjoyed and um yeah I just I thought everyone was great I love that Jessica Williams is a little taller than William <laughs> Michael Jackson because I feel like we don't get to see a lot of that like no. they they'll have the men wear uh lifts in their shoes or stand on something like just I still look. think they did it, some camera tricks to make them seem less you think so? Because mm-hmm. there would be sometimes I wouldn't notice it, and there would be others where I'm like, oh yeah, she is taller than him. But I thought maybe it was just like her wearing heels versus flats, too. Nah, she was taller than him with flats on. No, she was, <laughs> but I'm saying where it would look more drastic. No. No, I think I think they did, you know, the usual camera angle type oh, stuff, so I mean, you wouldn't focus on it. Yeah, let women be taller. Um, and one of my, I I got one of my friends to watch it too. And she was saying she loved that when they went to go buy her shoes, she said she wore a size 11 (laughs) and there was no, like, it wasn't a joke. It was, it was just like, yeah, like, okay, well, let me get a size 11. Mm -hmm. Like it was just normal. Um, so yeah, I just think that was like a beautiful show that just felt very realistic. Um, so I also watched, uh, White Lotus. I feel oh, like I'm coming late. I, I, it's been on my list. Okay. Good? Worth it? Yes. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, there was so much hype around it, and mm-hmm. I had a lot of time <laughs> over Thanksgiving week, so I was like, let me get into it. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's only six episodes, so it goes mm. by super fast. Um, everyone is really good in it. Um, you know, Natasha Rothwell's in it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a in a dramatic role, so that was really cool to see her mm-hmm. in that or in a role like that. Um, yeah, I highly recommend that show. Okay, and also there is an interview with Natasha Rothwell. I think it's in the L.A. Times that came out a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also very good about how she started as um, or before Insecure, she was a writer on Saturday Night Live, and how like. She had to, like, raise her hand to talk there, and it just kind of, like, Mm. fucked up her confidence. And then going to Insecure, um, you know, like, she was supported and encouraged and all this stuff. And she's, like, all the things I'm doing now, like, with acting on White Lotus, directing in, you know, episodes of Insecure being in the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Like, I wouldn't have done, like, directing and acting kind of stuff if I hadn't have had this support from the Insecure family. So Mm, it's a real, yeah, it's a really good interview. Um, so last, I finished Nine Perfect Strangers yesterday on Hulu. Okay. Um, have you watched that yet? Mm-mm. So that's the one with, like, Nicole Kidman 
and it's like a wellness retreat. Which uh, is different than the White Lotus. Yeah, White Lotus is just like a vacation resort. Okay. So on Nine Perfect Strangers, it's a wellness, um, wait, wellness retreat? That, that's what it's called, right? They have those. Retreat? That's yeah. a thing, yes. Okay. So it's called Tranquillum. And she's, like, this, like, Russian, like, guru kind of person. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, oh, is she crazy? Or does she have, like, the secret to happy life or whatever? Um, But so it's her. You have Regina Hall. Um, Regina Hall acts her ass off in this show, by the way. Um, Melissa McCarthy. um, Just seeing both of them in dramatic roles, I love. Uh, Bobby Cannavale. And uh, who else is on there? Uh, well, Manny Jacinto from The Good Place. Oh, Jason. oh, okay. Yes. Glad to see him get another gig. Yes, yeah. So um, that show, it was uh, it was really good. I there's some. It's not scary, but did you think it was gonna be scary? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about that. No, but it's there's a thriller some... or scary to me. Oh well, it's a little. It's not really a thriller, but there's some kind of like eerie-ish parts. Okay. So, for somebody who's a scaredy cat like me, I would just suggest maybe don't watch it right before you go to sleep. <laughs> At least certain <laughs> episodes. Okay. Like, I don't feel like it's something that would really make you feel scared. It's just some stuff that kind of makes you feel a little weird. But, it's very good, and I absolutely recommend it. Alrighty. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's a lot, a lot right there. <laughs> I had a I had a lot of uh, time off from work, so I watched. Wait, all I did so was you watch already TV. you already watched these shows. Yeah. This is supposed to be what you're watching <laughs> upcoming. Well, I didn't think I would have finished them so fast, <laughs> so I didn't have time to plan anything else. Well, like I said, I'm gonna be watching Harlem. Uh, I'll be watching Queen Sugar. And what else comes on? That's two things is fine. <laughs> oh, we forgot. I'm gonna be watching uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Portia's Family Matters. Oh yeah. How, oh yeah. How can I forget? Yes. yes. I need to see that first episode. It's. Uh, I really enjoyed it. The mess has not started quite yet, mm. so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Monetizing your family drama. <laughs> She's so entertaining, though. Yeah, she's she's a riot. She's yes. a riot. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that wraps up our show. Please check us out on all of our social medias on Instagram and Facebook. We are. Their eyes were watching TV. And on Twitter, we are at the abbreviation of the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) T-E... I'm going to, I'm going to learn this. On Twitter, it's T-E-W-W-T-V podcast. (laughs) I am going to learn this. So again, that's Instagram and Facebook. Their eyes were watching TV and on Twitter, T E W W T V podcast. Yes, please, you know, like, comment, subscribe. You can find our podcast on Spotify, our iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, 
and Audible. I think so. We are on Audible. (laughs) We are. (laughs) So please uh, tell a friend. Keep listening. We really appreciate your listenership. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.